Amen. It is indeed a pleasure and an honor to be standing before you right now um, in order to uh, deliver this word of God on this very uh, peculiar Back to School Sunday. Amen. Amen. And um, I'm not going to belabor the time today. I'm going to go right into it, and we're going to go ahead and um, get right into the word. Um, I would like to thank God for the opportunity to be able to stand before you today and uh, praise God for our bishop who, who was uh, so gracious to extend this opportunity to me. And so today's word um, is going to be found in Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. And I'll be reading verses 28. Romans 8, verses 28 through 39. And we know that all things work together for, for good to those who love God, to those who are the cause to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but deliver him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died. And furthermore, he is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of God? So tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? And is it written, for, we, for your sake, we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither the death nor life, nor angels nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the word of God for the people of God. Praise be to God. So if I had to tag today's sermon with a topic, I'll tag it this way. It's all good. It's all good. Now, I, I, I know this may be a, this may seem to be a strange topic to some, or a, a strange take on what's going on in our society right now. We see bad all around us. We see bad in the pandemic. We see bad in our political leaders. We see bad in our communities. We see bad in the racism that has been going on. We see bad all around us. But I'm here to tell you today that no matter how much bad you see, it is all good. You see, what happens so many times is when, 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 when people think about Romans 8.28, they take Romans 8.28 out of Romans 8. But see, prior to 8.28, there was suffering that was described. Paul went on to talk about the suffering throughout the entire chapter prior to getting to 28. He talked about suffering. He talked about the fact that, you know, there are calamities, and he talked about the fact that people are, are, are suffering and people are going through different issues. But he ended it by saying, you know what? But all things 
work together for good of those who, God, who, who love God and are called according to his purpose. You see, it is all good. I don't care what you see. I don't care what is around you. I don't care what people may be saying around you. It is all good. I don't care how bad, you, you know, your circumstances may look. I don't care how bad things may, 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 may feel in your mind or how bad, you know, your, your, your things may feel in your body. But I'm here to tell you right now, it is all good. And how, how do I know that? I know that because the word teaches us that. It says that, we, that all things work together. It didn't say the good things. It didn't say the bad things. It said all things. So no matter what is going on, if you know that you love God, if you know that you are called according to his purpose, then guess what? It's all good. Now, as, 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 I, as I sought to, to bring a word and, 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 and to get a word for, for, uh, for everybody who's going back to school today, I... I thought about the times that we are living in. And you know, it's, this is a back to school season like we have never, ever seen in the past. You know, I don't care if you're going to preschool, grade school, middle school, high school, college, or grad school. Back to school has never looked like this. We are having socially distant orientations for our young people as they enter into, into elementary school, into high school, into preschool. We have a socially distant orientation for young people who are going into college. We have a socially distant, you know, it's, it's just, it's strange. And then even after some of our college kids, even after they got back to campus, they, they got put into quarantine nearly right away because this pandemic started to take hold again. This is the strangest back to school season we have ever seen in our entire lives. But I'm here to tell you that no matter how strange it is, it's all good. You see, we have a president, we have a president leading us in this pandemic who lies to us about lying to us. And when caught, we're in that lie. Instead of taking ownership of the lie, he's blaming the person who wrote about the lie versus taking responsibility in the lie. But I'm going to tell you, no matter how many lies Donald Trump tells, it is all good. I'm, I, 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 I look at this and I, I look at what we're doing and I, and, I, and, I, and I understand that there's this dynamic going on in families right now. I believe that in many families right now, the kids are more excited at going back to school than the parents are sending them to school. Because kids have been missing their friends, they have been missing the social interaction, they have been missing all the different things that have been going on, the, you know, the, the, the hanging out and, and, and the, the conversations, you know, Facebook Live, I mean, Facebook, um, 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 uh, good, FaceTime, just ain't like, you know, a face-to-face -face conversation. It, it, it's not as good on FaceTime as it is face-to-face. -face. It's not as good on Duel as it is face-to-face. -face. It's not good on Messenger as it is face-to-face. -face. So these kids have been clamoring to get back into each other's presence, and they're more excited about going back to school, the parents are more anxious than excited. But I want to just comfort everybody. I want to keep saying this, this whole refrain over and over again. It's all good. No matter how bad it looks, it's all good. And there, there are a couple things in the text. There are a few points that I want to bring out other texts to, 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 to stake my claim today about, about why I know it's all good. And the first thing, the, the first one I want to make in terms of it's all good is the power of God sanitized your past. The power of God sanitizes your past. Now I know a lot of times when we when 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 we preach or when I preach and I've talked about past, um, you know, past being cleansed and sins being cleansed. I, I I I a lot of times I go back, you know, further. But see, when when and and and, and I talk about your life in totality. But what what but what I want to talk about in, in specific today is right now, you know, the immediate past, the the, the post COVID past. 
God has the ability to sanitize even that. You see, so, so we, 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 we worry about our kids being sent to these buildings and we, we worry about the environment. There was a toxic, a very toxic environment, you know, in this nation. There's still a very toxic environment in this nation, but, but God is able to sanitize that passage. So, and, 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 and why do I know this? It says, I'm going to go back to the very first verse. All things work together for good. That's sanitizing. Because, see, as I said earlier, we know it's not just the good things. It's all. It's even the bad things. God has the ability to make even the bad things work for our good. And so, no matter how bad you, you know, I, parents, I, I, I want to comfort you right now. You know, don't let your anxiety, don't pass on your anxiety to your children. Whatever you have to do is that when, when you know, I, I, I understand. As a parent, I understand, you know, that, that we worry about our children, we worry for our children, that our children's safety is, is, is of the utmost concern for us. But whatever you have to do at night, before you get up in the morning to send your children off to school, make sure that that, that spirit of anxiety doesn't rest over you. Because we don't want that passed on to our babies as they go into the, into the schoolhouse. And so sometimes what we have to be sanitized from is, we don't just have to be sanitized from the external factors. We have to be sanitized from the internal as well. And so, so, so whatever has happened throughout this pandemic that has, that has caused you angst, what has ever happened throughout this pandemic that has, that, 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 that has caused you, that has made you nervous, that has removed calm from your life, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that it be removed. So that every day, you'll get a new mercy of grace every day. So that as you send your babies off to school, you send them off in power. Amen. The power of God, it sanitizes our past. You see, we enter into a lockdown on March 23rd. And we've been steadily trying to get our lives back to some form and trying to take certain things back ever since that day. And now we've gotten to this point now to where we're opening up schools in this very uncertain environment. But I know that God, not only does he want to sanitize, not only has he sanitized our past, the peace of God sanctifies your presence. The peace of God sanctifies your present. Now, where does it say this in, 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 in this particular text that I took today? It says that verses 29 all the way through 35, actually all the way through 32, it talks about the different actions that God took on behalf of his people. And those actions that he took, the thoughts that he, it says, for whom he foreknew, he predestined. That those he predestined, he called. Those he called, he justified. Those he justified, he glorified. So then, after all of this, I've said to you, what can be said? If God is for us, who could be against us? You see, 
That speaks specifically to the peace of God sanctifying our present. Now, the word sanctification, the word sanctify means to set apart. And so what, and, 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 and what, I, I, what I am saying to you is, is your, your present has been set apart from everybody else's present. You see, it doesn't matter where they walk. As long as you walk with God, your present has been sanctified. You see, I'm here to tell you right now that, that we have to understand that when, 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 when we're going through life, although we are living, you know, the Bible tells us that we are to be, that we are not to be otherworld, but we are to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. You see, because the, when, when, when we have this mindset in our, in our, in our minds, when, when we have this knowledge in our minds, when we have this faith in our minds, and we allow the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, to reign and super reign of our lives, and we understand that no matter where we walk, our present has been sanctified by the one who was able to keep us from falling and present us faultless before his throne with exceeding great joy. You see, God's peace allows our present to live, to, 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 to operate in a certain sanctity that is not evident to those who don't have his peace. You know, my grandmother, as I, as I, as, as I, as I look back on over her teachings over my life and and as, and, and as I reflect on everything that, that Big Mama ever, ever told to her grandson, when she would tell me that as a little boy that, that, that God will give you peace that surpasses all understanding, as a little boy, I, I just did not get it. I didn't get it. Because I don't, I don't understand how you cannot understand peace. <laughs> I, I, I know what noise looks like. I, I know what confusion looks like. And if, 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 if I can identify noise and if I, I can identify confusion, then surely I can, I can identify peace. And she says, son, I'm not telling you you can't identify peace. What I'm saying is you're not going to always understand why you are in peace. Because, see, there are some times when life wants to leave you in peace, but God's peace will give you peace. And what I want to tell you right now is Satan is trying to use this pandemic to put your life in pieces. But don't allow Satan's pandemic to put you in pieces. Allow the peace of God to reign and super reign over your life and walk in his peace and get rid of the pieces. You see, I refuse to allow uh, an external situation that I have absolutely no control over leave me in pieces when I know I serve the God who controls everything. I refuse to allow an external situation that I have absolutely no control over. I refuse to allow it to lose my mind, allow me, you know, because I'm going to tell y'all something. When this pandemic first hit, it bothered me. I'm not going to lie, it bothered me when this pandemic first hit because work was the, was the most consistent form of human interaction that I had. And so when the pandemic hit and we was, we was putting it to stay at home, I was literally by myself. By myself. Because my 9 to 5 no longer gave me company. <laughs> My nine to five no longer gave me the, 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 the conversation that it used to give me. My, my nine to five, and, and so I was literally by myself. But you know, after I stayed in there for a little while, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, I stayed, I stayed, I stayed. I stayed, I promise y'all, I stayed for a little while. I did, I stayed. 
I think I stayed for like three episodes of Law and Order. I, I was watching Law and Order, you know, a marathon. I stayed for like three hours, three of those episodes. And I was like, wait a minute, Luther, you know, no, no you, you, you can't stay here. But, 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 but what I'm trying to say is, at, at, at the point that I realized what I, was, what I was allowed to take hold of me, I said, wait a minute, Luther, you need to take back control. Take control of your peace. You see, because what Satan is, and, and let me tell you what Satan does. Satan, Satan shows you pieces so that you don't look for the peace. So he sold you different pieces of the puzzle. He sold you a piece here. He sold you a piece there. He sold you a piece here. He sold you a piece there. And if you spend too much time focusing on a piece over here, on a piece over there, on a piece over here, you, you, re, you, you refuse or you, you relinquish your ability to focus on a piece that comes from him. And I don't know about you, but I would much rather live under the peace of God who would, who, would, who, would, who would then provide me the opportunity and the ability to make it through any situation that I have than to look around trying to pick up a piece here or trying to pick up a piece there. I don't need to pick up pieces because I have the peace of God. Because see, the, where the peace comes from, it comes from this. It comes from the predestiny. <laughs> It comes from the justification. It comes from him glorifying me. And so if I know all of this, then what will I say to the pandemic? If I know all of this, then what will I say to the racist? If I know all of this, then what will I say to the haters? If I know all of this, then what will I say to all those people who made me no good? You ain't nothing. Just as Jesus told the, told the grave, grave, where's your victory? Pandemic, where is your victory? Just, 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 just as these, uh, Jesus robbed the grave of his victory, I tell, all, I tell everybody, I tell all the naysayers, I tell you right now, you have no, your words have no rule over my life because I, because I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go right back to that thing. Your words represents pieces. <laughs> See, I didn't even know I was going to stay here this long. Your word represents pieces, but I live under God's peace. You know, there was a song back in the day talking about pick up the pieces. No, don't pick throw down the pieces and pick up the peace of God. You see, because if we understand this, if we understand this, then, then as we go into these schoolhouses and as we, as, we, as, as we operate, then we will be able to operate under the, under the understanding that victory is already ours. So the power of God sanitizes your past. The peace of God sanctifies your present. The last one I want to make today is the persuasion of God secures your path. The persuasion of God secures your path. It says here that and as it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are counted sleep for the sheep for the slaughter. In all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, 
nor any other created thing, so we're able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. What, what, what Paul is writing about is when he's talking about being persuaded, he, he wasn't persuaded by himself. He was persuaded by everything he wrote about previous in this chapter. In this chapter, he, he, he wrote about all these different things, you know. I mean, just in the verses that I read into here today, you know, he, he, he persuaded by God's uh, predestination. He's persuaded by God's glorification. He's persuaded by God's sanctification. He's persuaded by all these things. He's persuaded by the actions of God. And I'm going to tell you right now, there has to be instances in your life where God has shown himself so strong and so mighty in your life. That should be enough to persuade you. And I'm talking, I'm not just talking to the grown-ups here. I'm talking to I'm talking to my young people as well. God has shown you in your past that He is that He is a very strong help. He's a very present help in a time of trouble. God has shown you in your life already, young people, that He is that He is that, that, that He is a strong tower. He has shown your life that he is, he's a friend that sits closer than a brother. And I don't want to leave you right now without telling you that you need to go into that schoolhouse persuaded. You need to go in that schoolhouse persuaded that, that whatever, you know, that, uh, that last year I may have been looking at, 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 a, at a chalkboard and this year I'm looking at a virtual board. But guess what? The computer screen, what was on that, what is on the computer screen, uh, excuse me. What is on the computer screen, I can get that just like I got what the teacher wrote on the board. Because guess what? I am persuaded that the same God who allowed me to learn last year is going to allow me to learn this year. I am persuaded. I am not going to be daunted by the fact that I may be doing some things from a distance right now. I am persuaded that because, because although I may be learning from a distance, I serve a God who loves me up close. I am persuaded right now that no, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I am persuaded right now that God... If God be for me, who can be against me? I'm persuaded right now that there's not a single power on earth that can hold me down. I'm persuaded right now that I can learn without God, the same God who taught me my ABCs, can taught me my one, two, threes, can teach me algebra, can teach me calculus. That same God that taught me how to count, that same God can teach me how to do all things. You see, I, 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 I don't want anybody who is listening to this broadcast right now, I don't want anybody to, to, to get it twisted. I'm not telling you that. There are not elements of, of what's going on right now that are not good. I, 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 I am not, I, I'm living in the same world, the same country, the same state that you're living in. I see the same things on the news that you see. But what, I, but, 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 but what I am trying to tell you is you can't spend so much time focusing on what you see. Because what you see is not everything. And I, I, I tell you all this all the time, young people, and I'm going I'm to say it again. So now your parents are going to hear it. So they're going to know I tell it to you. And I'm almost done. There's a lot that we see all the time. And I've told y'all many times, upstairs in Garvin Chapel, that what you see every morning when you look in the mirror is a small fraction of who you are. And that there is so much more to you 
than what is reflected in that mirror that you're looking at in the morning. And what I've instructed you to do many times is to start to, when you look in the mirror in the morning, when you're brushing your teeth, when you're combing your hair, is to start trying to look at yourself not through your own eyes, but through the eyes of God. What I've been speaking to you about today is about the eyes of God. You see, because God saw something in us before we saw it in ourselves. But it's not until we start to look at ourselves within the eyes of God, from the eyes of God, that we start to really see the true possibilities that lie in our lives. So when you get up in the morning, Colin, When you get up in the morning, Naja, when you get up in the morning, Charity, Chris, I know I'm gonna forget some names. But when y'all get up in the morning, all of y'all, I want you to ask yourself this question. What am I looking at? Who am I looking at? Then after you ask yourself that question, I want you to ask this question. God, you give me the answer. Because as we enter into these, these schoolhouses, I want us to enter this into these schoolhouses with the understanding that what we see is not it, it's only part. What we see is part of the pieces, but we wanna let God's peace govern how we act. Allow the power of God that has sanitized your past, the peace of God that has sanctifies, that sanctifies your present, and the persuasion of God that secures your path, allow those elements of your life to be the rulers and to be the determinants and the governors of how you conduct yourself throughout this entire school year. I speak life into you this school year. I speak success into you this school year. I speak honor roll. I speak academic success. I speak greatness. I speak honor society. I speak dean's list. I speak it, I speak it, I speak it, because guess what? At the end of the day, it's all good.